of DWN Productions THC Podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com and the Fancy Dan YouTube page and a couple Facebook pages, Joe. It's been a while since we last talked, my friend. How have you been? I've watched a lot of stuff since then. I'm sure you have too. Um, I have. All right, man. I'm just getting prepared for... uh, for Texas Frightmare Weekend. I'm in better oh, yeah, shape. yeah, what's that? Better shape than I thought I was. For those of you that are uninformed, there's a convention that Tom and I have uh, attended for quite a while. In fact, that's where we met. That's where we first crossed paths. Uh, it was in the summer of 2013, maybe? Fuck, to be honest with you, I don't even know the date, but it was quite a while back. I'm pretty sure it's over 10 years ago. Yeah. Well over 10 years ago. It is a, uh, to me, the most fun of all the horror conventions that I do. It's it's uh, it's a really good time. Uh, it helps that I sell a lot of shit there. This time it's very much needed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fuck it. I don't want to get into that. But uh, Hey, Joe, what's wrong? You got money problems? No. You got medical bills? I got medical bills. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it's just a good time for those of you that have uh, been, have seen us there, hung out with us. Hey, looking forward to seeing you all again. And uh, for those of you that haven't, because you don't live anywhere close, and because I guess it's an expensive show, um, sorry. I mean, maybe we'll see you when, when, when we're in your neck of the woods. Or whatever, but uh, but yeah, it's definitely a good time, and I probably wasn't looking forward to it 
forward to it at all until this week until like probably just today i started to like okay yeah i'm i'm uh i've got more inventory prepped than i thought i did and uh i could really use some <laughs> time just kicking back you know mm. even though it is work it is a lot of work just uh setting up and you're you're talking to people like all day and you know i mean that's fun and all but it it's work you know so uh, but after hours, just sitting around with folks on the patio, you know, just, you know, talking trash, uh, breaking up fights. Uh, <laughs> talking trash. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good. It's just a, a good, good time. So I'm ready. For, well, I'm not completely ready for it, but I will be. Well, I hope you enjoy your final days, Joe. I really do. I hope so, too. You know, maybe this will be the last one. I don't know. Were you planning on doing something there? Should I inform the authorities? No, no, you shouldn't. They've got airport security there. They know what they're doing. Oh, okay. They don't need your help, Tom. I understand. That's the same people who told me to take my shoes off at the airport. Like, that was the first thing I was going to take off. Mm -hmm. It's the last thing I'm going to take off, you stupid bitch, because I don't want to be standing around on this dirty floor. Yeah. But Tom, you always wear slip-ons anyway, so it doesn't, you know, it's not like a big hassle for you. I like to call them slip-offs. Yeah. If they ask you to take off those compression socks, though, that's an entirely different thing. I say you're going to have to pat me down, baby. (laughs) Uh, And then I get an erection. Mike Mick, yes, that uh, if you're not making it to the show, that shirt will be on the website after, uh, after Frightener. Terrific. Yeah. Tommy froze. Oh, there you go. All right. Maybe I was just staying still. Maybe. You're, you do that. He, for those of you who don't know, Tom used to be one of those living statues when he was at school in uh, in Pittsburgh or outside of Pittsburgh, whatever, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. I specialized in preschool decor. Mm-hmm. 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 So you yeah, Tom, you about ready? Do you have all your inventory ready to go, or do you still have a few pieces you need to, to prep? I still have a, a prep, like mm-hmm. we're taking fucking AIDS medication. I have uh, one bust that I would like to get painted, and uh, a handful of smaller items I'd like to get painted, and then uh, there's a couple things I just gotta fix and. Excuse me, get ready. But uh yeah, I uh I got stuff and I'll be there. I hope you're bringing money. Hope Glenn you said he is. He said he'll stop by and buy out your table there at oh, nice. I don't have my glasses on, so I think that's what he said. Uh appreciate it, Gigi. Yeah. So yeah, uh finished the boneheads today. So uh Tyler came over and helped paint those. Can't do it without so, Tyler, that's for sure. So, uh, muchos gracias, mi amigo. Not you, but him. And, uh, yeah, so those will go out sometime this week. And then uh, finish up this Frightmare stuff and get right back on the stuff for old Camp Zool. <sighs> Looks like I'm running some kind of mask factory back there, Joe. And that's when again, Camp Zool? 
That is the uh, first weekend of June in Williamsburg, Ohio, at Terror Town. I got it is a my... whole town of terror or terror. An old timey Western town, you said. Yes. Yeah. With like yes. horse troughs and stuff. They might have one, but I'm pretty sure it's just for dunking poor bastards who are wearing the uh, wristbands. Because mm. this is a place where you get a fucking, uh, you get a wristband and then you got silly little fruits and uh, costumes coming up and molesting you and shit and like throwing blood in your fucking eyes. <laughs> That's 100% true. I believe it, yeah. Um, there's like holes in the ground with doors and shit they lock you in and then fucking take a dump on you it's real <laughs> fucked up and people pay extra to get these wristbands <laughs> so that's what uh, this they whole say hey piggy boy how about you about... drink my pee pee and then they start tinkling on your fucking head real classy joint this terror town well, thanks for wanting me to share this experience with you. Well, I'm not getting the fucking wristband. You can do what you want. No, I thought they gave you one just because you're, you know, you're Tom. I mean, if I asked for one, I guess I can go get fingered off in the fucking woods by a guy in a mask. But I don't really want that shit, Joe. That's yeah, because you'll be weird. like, hey, I made that mask. I was like, I was hoping they'd have like an actual haunted house set up there and i wanted to walk through that but i guess it's like some kind of maze it's really just like off the front of an old western town with like shops and shit and then there's like a couple buildings and i think there's stuff back by the camping but uh it's really not a haunted house per se it's really just a bunch of people in masks that go around touching up motherfuckers with these wristbands <laughs> so i'm not sure if they hire sex criminals but this seems like it would be a perfect place to work yeah, you would think. think that would be something that they'd want to do background <laughs> checks on but uh maybe but i mean if you worked at a haunt you know that really doesn't really doesn't happen Things like background checks. It's more like, we need actors. Please, we'll hire anybody. Actors. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're haunt actors, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have some fucking respect. I have, I've seen Haunt LLC or whatever that movie was. <laughs> Fear Farm 2. Corn Maze, the movie. Fuck yeah, I'm all in. All right. Can't wait till we do all the Children of the Corn movies. <laughs> Ooh, that would be rough. <laughs> that would be rough. Yeah, me and Juan aren't going to like doing those. Mm -mm. Nope. But uh, did you watch anything? Hell yeah, Joe. In between that time. I did. I watched a little movie called Alligator 2. It's the sequel to the movie called Alligator that fine film that you enjoyed so much last time we spoke. It was pretty good, except for all the fucking dog killer. Sorry, puppy killing shit and dog kidnapping shit. Besides that, it was pretty good. But that shit brought it down a little bit. Anyways, Alligator 2 is a piece of fucking shit, and it's not good at all. Easily one of the worst sequels I've ever seen. Uh, it's got a Latin, got some Latin flavor. They spritzed a little lime on it, so you might enjoy this shit. But uh, as for me, I thought it was a pig fucking piece of shit. Alligator looked really good in the first one, 
Looked like a floating piece of styrofoam in this one. Carved not great. Uh, would not recommend. Is there? I, I don't think I've ever seen this one. Don't, uh, don't watch it. Is there anybody uh, recognizable at all in it? Yeah. Uh, Robert Forster is back. Reprising. No, your buddy Kane Hodder. Uh, he's in it. He gets to play a dramatic role out of the mask finally. Uh, I well, think it's the, this one. Uh, after Alligator won. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> like, was Kane Hodder already doing his Jason bit and shit? Oh, I don't know, but I mean, he's a stunt guy. So they needed oh, yeah. some guy to get eaten by an alligator or some shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, that could have been the first. No, I think it's the second one. And is that blonde fucking cult leader looking fucking weird looking fuck? Is that the guy from Bad Dreams? I don't remember Bad Dreams. All, All right. right. Well, I think that fucking guy's in it. And it's just a whole bunch of who gives a flying fuck, Joe. It's, a, it's fucking not good at all. Not good at all. One of the worst sequels I've ever seen. Hmm. People who say fucking Exorcist is the worst sequel hasn't seen this fucking piece of shit because it fucking sucks. Alligator looks so bad it almost looks like a crocodile, Joe. Would not recommend. No, sir. At points it looks like a floating log and then you go, oh, it's just a piece of shit. (laughs) And was this a like a two pack with the one you just watched, or you had to no. buy it separately? I went to the theater and watched this one. Ah, okay, okay. Well, that was a smart move. At least you're not out any bucks. Yeah, I said, oh, well, I fucking watched the first one. I liked it. I'm sure this one's going to be fuck, and it was. It was pig fuck. Yeah. As in, somebody took their pants down, got their dick hard, and then stuck that rock hard dick in a pig. And I'm not saying a fat girl. I'm talking an actual animal. Yeah. That's what this movie like was. That Italian cannibal movie. That's Wait, what... We'll get to that, maybe. <laughs> we'll get to that. Maybe. Probably not. What well, time I watched another Australian movie. Uh, eh? Yet another one from the All the Haunts Be Ours box set. And I guess this is the third Australian movie in hey, a row. Look. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I have to. Look who just showed up. <laughs> Bob Noblin. Bobby! Nobby! <laughs> Sorry, just had to give him his proper dues. I, I get it. I get it. Old Bob Noblin. Uh, this one, it, 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 I give it this. This one belongs in the box set, unlike the other one, Salia, that didn't have anything to do with folk horror or whatever. Uh, this one is about like a, a cult of witches or whatever that uh, at the beginning of the movie, there's a really lousy scene of three girls doing like a little seance. And one of the girls gets possessed and tells the other girl, hey, you know, you need to stay, <laughs> Whoa, shit. Turn stay away Hogan. from... Uh, yeah, stay away from your family, you know, get away from them by the time you're 18 or 19 or some shit. Because at that point, they want the deity that they worship, uh, the demon or whatever spirit, they to mean. possess her. And it, and it's all 
I mean, the plot is solid. The plot's nothing new, but it's just it's just boring because there's no there's no action. Nothing happens throughout aside from like the boyfriend getting you know suspicious and like, hey, something's not right here. So he's investigating them, and they're like, no, you can't see her. She's sleeping right now, you know. And they're like doing the little hypnosis on her and shit. And and get this, Tom. At the end, he saves her like right last minute, runs away with her but he didn't save her tom she was possessed she was fucking possessed oh man a twist i hadn't seen twists like this since like some post-apocalyptic movie you know throwing twists at me left and right but the, we'll get to that this movie it's not the worst i've seen uh it is maybe one of the worst in this box set though uh cannot recommend this one i thought it was okay i shared a picture of the poster on facebook and that poster is just fucking horrendous it's like a lady's face in a cake and it's not even the girl i think from the from the movie uh just some lame ass shit um there's an extra feature that's a satanic panic in australia or down under as it says <laughs> uh so i may watch that, that. the genitals and hopefully that's just not a lot of clips from this movie because that would suck. But uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Now you know what Pat says. Pat the dude. Mm, yes. <laughs> or more like Pat the project, but mm. he is a dude. And uh, he says, "Don't save her. She don't want to be saved." So remember that from Pat. I will. I will. Thank you. Joe, mm -hmm. I watched a movie called The Dead Pit. Have you seen this? I've seen the poster. It's about a, a, uh, a doctor who gets off on uh, killing the mentally ill and then throwing them in a pit when they're dead oh hence the title yes and then another doctor says hey you you can't do that and then shoots him in the head and then he shuts the door to the cellar in the mental institution and covers it up with a little bit of bondo and Why then didn't he just throw him in the dead pit they, they, they did but you didn't want anybody to go back down there because you didn't ah. want to clean that shit up or anything. Okay. So he just sealed the door off with a little bit of Bondo. So no one would be like, oh, I guess it's just a dead end and there's not a dead pit behind this door. <clears throat> Excuse me. But 20 years later, Carrie shows up and she's a patient and she's somehow able to break this door open. And with then her all mental powers? Yes. So all the dead pitters come out and start running amok. And uh, Carrie runs around in high-rise white panties and a very bouncy tank top the whole movie. I could see a lot of people thinking this is like, oh, this is great, so bad, it's good movie. But it just didn't really do it for me. But if you're interested in it, I would say give it a shot. 
Yeah, but, I'm familiar, uh, like I said, with the poster, but I've never seen it, and I really, I don't ever hear anybody really talking about it. Yeah, because it's not the best. I mean, there was a couple. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh, yeah, I could see some people really digging this as a quote-unquote so bad it's good movie, but just didn't work for me, dog. But I would say if you are interested, give it a shot and try for yourself. But if you're not, then fuck it. Don't. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Fuck the dead pit. Mm-hmm. What'd you watch, bloke? I didn't. That's all I watched. Shit. Aside from uh, that. But I did read Joe Lansdale's The Drive-In, the comic book adaptation of a really badass book that I'd read years and years, years ago. Um, it's just about some peep, some dudes that go to a drive-in and then all of a sudden there's this weird storm and they're just trapped in there. They're trapped in there and weird shit's happening. You know, if they try to get out, they fucking dissolve and stuff. And it's just about the people going crazy, starving and fucking turning into like little factions and cults. And, uh, and then one guy becomes like a monster and he becomes the popcorn king. And uh, he fuses with another guy on top of him. It's 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 kick ass shit. It's just fucking out there, bizarre, and it's it's fucking good. They did a great job on this adaptation. Highly recommended. If you're into Lansdale, you're gonna dig it. And if you're not into Lansdale stuff, uh, give this a shot. And I think you'd want to read more after that. Tom, not a fan, I know, but uh, you guys give it a shot. It's because it's reading. You see. Hmm, I do see, because I'm watching this on the YouTube page. Just search Boy God, you fucks. (laughs) Joe, I watched The Nest. Have you heard of this movie? I've seen a poster. It's a chick fighting a roach. Yes. A a big roach. Yes, that's not in the movie. (laughs) Oh, man. This is just about, about a bunch of regular size killer roaches. And uh, a couple of people are brought back from the dead. Or a couple <laughs> of things are brought back from the dead. Because there's roaches inside them controlling them? Yep. Okay. But uh, they don't really come back from the dead as so much as the roaches rip their skeletons from their skin and control them that way. Yeah. Like, those couple parts are cool, but the rest is who gives a fuck. It's uh, pretty much what you would expect from a cheap killer roach movie besides those couple skeleton creature things. And I think there's a monster, like a, a fused monster thing at the end. That was all right, but I would say just watch those clips and fuck the rest. Yeah, so this is another one that I've seen the poster forever. And that poster, it, it's an eye-catching poster. Um, but yeah, never watched it. Yeah, I mean, you said you uh, got something out of that creep show uh, story with the Mr. Pratt. Why'd <laughs> you call me a beep, Mr. <laughs> Pratt? So, I mean, maybe check this one out. It just... Besides those couple creature effects, it really 
didn't do shit. It was like, ooh, roaches crawling on the wall. Oh, me, oh, my. Yeah. But you just think I would have watched this by now, you know, having seen the poster so many times. It's like there's another one, uh, Revenge of the Dead, that I've seen that poster forever, never seen that movie. Uh, the one that did take me forever to watch, but I ended up really liking uh, was the video dead. I thought that was a really cool flick. It's all right. And that, that has uh, like a really cool looking poster. Fucking makeup effects on that shit was made out of polyfoam instead of foam latex. So they're all fucking stiff and shit and don't move. <laughs> fun fact. All right. That was fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. And finally, Joe, I watched Extract. This is about a workplace accident that happens to cause one of the gentle fellows who work there to lose one of his testicles because a pressure tank gets knocked over the uh, retaining bolt or whatever, nut, whatever, gets a uh, lot, no, uh, blown off of it and it goes right through his pants and I guess severs his fucking vas deferens or whatever that testicle tube is called and just blows his fucking testicle away. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> that, that's some, it. It's about a guy losing a ball. I mean, and what happens, you know, he's thinking of suing the company and then, uh, what's, what is it? Uh, a scam artist hoe comes into town and tries to get him to sue so she can get the money. And, uh, I mean, it's all right. It's just, like, shit going on with the boss. A slice of life kind of wacky movie. It's a Mike Judge movie. So you kind of can just get it's like, everyday people kind of a wacky situation type thing. Definitely the weakest movie he's made, but that doesn't mean it sucks. It's, yeah, I hadn't uh, even heard of this one. Usually, you know, because he's got a following. You, you would have thought somebody else by now would have like, hey, check this out. You know, but I mean, it's got people you'd know in it. J.J. Uh, Jerklin, he's a supporting character in it. And then there's some other people you know, but it's just whatever. It's okay. Is it fairly recent? No, I would say... Uh, at least 15 years, maybe. We're getting old, Joe. You've been old. You're going to die soon. But I know. It's been a while. Been a while since I knew when extract fucking came out. Yeah. But uh, it's all right. I'd say give it a watch if you like Mike Judge's shit and you haven't seen it. But, uh. Just don't expect anything spooktacular. Get it. I get it. Thank you. Hey, Joe. Tom. You like magazines? Ow. What's wrong? You need an aspirin? Ah, it's like something's happening with my mind. It's like warping. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, magazines. <laughs> uh, I've been known to read a magazine now and then. Have you? Mm-hmm. A lot of naked men in the pages of those magazines, Joe? They were wearing prosthetics and stuff. No, oh, okay. Applications, as you would call them. 
Were they made out of polyfoam? Polyfoam. That's the way to go. No. <laughs> that's for like filling props and shit. So Fangoria. Yeah. I read it when I could. You know, when uh, it's not like they sold the fucking magazine in Odom, Texas. So whenever I'd go into Corpus or something, yeah, I would check the old Walden books. Maybe grab a couple of, of an issue of Fangoria if there wasn't already like some other comics there that I wanted instead. You know, comics were always going to win out over Fangoria. Sorry, Fangoria. Yeah. And even then, it's like if there was a good issue of Twilight Zone magazine, I would pick that up before Fangoria, too. You and the Rod Sterling, I swear. Yeah, well. Should have just said, you and the Rod, I swear. You know, it was, uh, there was, uh, short stories in there, you know? You could read, and there were articles. It wasn't just, like, telling you how great the fucking Gates of Hell is every issue. We'll get to that. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Fangoria made a commercial with uh, Angus Scrim as the tall man, and he was pimping their magazine, and everybody on the set was so impressed at how easy it was for them to make this commercial. And they didn't have any problems or anything. So they said, well, hell, why don't we make movies? It went so well. We can do it ourselves. We already know those K&B guys. So uh, they teamed up with uh, Columbia TriStar because they were, Columbia was looking to uh, expand their home video releases. And they thought this was a cheap and easy way to get some product out there. So I think Columbia gave them, I think it was $2.8 million. And that was to make these three movies. (laughs) So they had to chop that up and divide that all to these three movies. And I guess uh, all three of them, Mind Warp, Severed Ties, and uh, Creatures of the Night were all filmed in, uh, in Wisconsin in a uh, like a studio that the dude who uh, produced Heather's and Hellraiser built. This was also the gentleman that directed Chill Factor. I think his name was Chris McDonald, but I could be remembering that wrong. Anyways, uh, they set out to make uh, their three movies. And Mind Warp was the first of these three. And you said, hey, uh, KMB, they got to do the effects. Originally, that that wasn't the case. Mark Showstrom was supposed to do it, but one of the KMB guys were in town. And they came up to the Fangoria offices like, hey, we're making a movie. Well, let, let us put in a bid. And they pretty much just did it for uh, the cost of materials. So, of course, they went with that and just took the job from that other dude. And he was probably just like, well, what the fuck? And probably still holds a grudge to this day, if I would have to guess. He probably really (laughs) needed that money at the time, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. 
just that's shit. When I heard that on the commentary for Mind Warp, which really isn't a commentary for Mind Warp, it's more of a inter it's interviewing Tony Tampon, like the long time uh, editor for Fangoria, and it's pretty much just an interview about uh, his time at Fangoria, which uh, tells me that they really didn't have much to say about these movies because all three of the movies were brought up and they really didn't say much about any of them. So I (laughs) thought when we started this, we were going to find some stuff and there would be something interesting there, but I guess it was just three not great. Well, we'll see. Three movies that just didn't do well. So uh, Columbia said, nah, we're good. No more. No mas. Uh, If you're listening to this show, you know of Fangoria. And you know that they are associated with horror. They're a fucking horror magazine. So you would think, like, right off the bat, they're going to make a fucking horror movie. You know what we should have done? We should have wore, like, sunglasses and trench coats for this episode. I should have wore a hubcap on my fucking and chest. Then got fucking sex changes. Yeah, put some little leeches or something on me. I don't know. Um, yeah, so this... Oh, I was, that was a Matrix reference I was doing. Ah, Not okay. like we were apocalyptic survivors. <laughs> yeah, so shows how much I remember about the Matrix, too. But, yes, this, is, this movie is the Matrix. Um... It's also THX or THQ nine whatever. It's a uh, yeah about existence that uh, they live in a dystopia or a utopia where everything's supposed to be perfect. All their existence is is they're plugged in to a machine that feeds them their fantasies, whatever they want to fucking dream about or you know live in this fucking dream world they can do, and all they have to do is get up. And eat some blue goop and shit. It's not uh, blue goop, you fuck. Was it green? It's that puke from fucking bad taste that everybody was chowing down and eating. So they got an endless supply of bastard puke, and that's what they do. They yeah. get plugged into these fucking machines. They eat puke, take a fucking liquid shit probably, and then plug right back into these fucking Except oddly shaped chairs. Girl, this one girl, Judy, I think her name was. She's tired of this shit. She's this. This isn't living. This isn't life. Like I want to so go. So what wherever, does she do? Wherever plugs dad herself might. right back into the thing. I'm sick of this. I don't want to live like this. All right, let me plug myself right back in. And they say, well, okay, tough shit, Judy. We're gonna throw you out into the real world so you can see what you've been missing. She gets out into the real world, and uh, it does look pretty shitty. And I was wondering, <laughs> like. Where the hell did they film this? And I thought they filmed in like uh, Yugoslavia or, or <laughs> Ukraine, some shithole like that. Uh, but the credits say it was you. You said what? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It said it. I think uh, that it was filmed in Gay, Michigan. That uh, Mr. Tampon. He did mention that there was pickup shots or something where they shot like a scene or two up there in old Gay Mi. Yeah, um, they got the look of a destroyed world, right? So I guess fucking Wisconsin looks like shit too. I uh, I don't know, but uh, but there's uh, mutants that are going around and crawlers. they like crawlers. They call them. 
uh, that are going around. And uh, none of these fucking things crawl at all in this movie. <laughs> they drive a tractor, mm-hmm. they drive a very light tractor. They capture Judy, try to feed her an arm right off the bat. You know, that's pretty hospitable. Because, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. You give the bitch food and then you take the pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were, you know, they were going by the rules of etiquette. And uh, then along comes uh, Ashley from uh, the Evil Dead movies. And he shoots him with a crossbow because that's his weapon of choice in this movie. Um, I am not the biggest fan of this dude. You know, he's he's a one trick pony. He's good at that trick. You know, I like Bubba Hotep a lot. Uh, the second two Evil Dead movies are fun. That TV show was fun. But uh, I, I don't give a fuck if this guy's in a movie or not. That's never going to be like a selling point. Like, oh, yeah, uh, Bruce Campbell. Joe, that's the thing. Bruce Campbell is a selling movie. point for people who would watch a Fangoria made movie. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so anyway... He takes her in, you know, I'll take care of you. They fuck. And then <laughs> is that what he meant by taking care of her? Yes, the so, rod? You know, <laughs> and then the crawlers. Oh, one of them does come crawling in through the window. Tom, you were wrong. On he that more camera. busts through it and then fucking <laughs> bumble fucks through the wall. Uh, he shock masters through the wall. They take them captive and take them underground to the underground world where uh uh ashley is thrown into like collecting junk for people and getting hit every once in a while and <laughs> girl is gonna i don't know become a breeder or something for yeah. for, their, for the leader of the place i don't know ashley breaks out the girl finds out the leader of the place is her long lost dad but with in this dystopian wasteland living underground with the mud people with this perfectly clean combed hair mm-hmm. but it's weird he's still like hey we still need breeders sorry daughter i'm still gonna give it to you um i'll take and by care. that he like means Ashley's the dick <laughs> yeah and uh I don't know. They fight. She throws him down this thing to where his head gets fucking chopped or his whole body gets chopped to pieces so they can drink the blood. And uh, Ashley's gone crazy because he had some tapeworms getting his body. But uh, but yeah, they get out of there. They get out of there. But Twisto Changeo, they were never really in there, Tom. She was still in the Matrix and the Matrix tells her, hey, you passed the test. Now you're going to be the head of the Matrix. You passed the test. You didn't fuck your father in the yeah. dream. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm ready to do this. Let's roll. And then, you only had protected, unprotected sex with that one guy with a girl's <laughs> name. <laughs> but even then, that was part of the Matrix, too. So none of that shit happened. None of it at all. Nope. Um. Yeah, the writing's just real hokey in this. The acting sucks. Uh, I guess they get a, did a good job building the tunnels and stuff. I mean, that looked okay. It was dark enough lit to where you can see a lot of the, uh, you know, the seams or the shitty parts of it. You know, they, they played it smart in that direction. Yeah, I watched a uh, 1080p Blu-ray of this. <laughs> and... Uh, 
even with it all cleaned up and shit, some of that stuff you can't see, which is probably pretty good because the crawlers don't look awesome. No, they don't. I mean, I understand they didn't give them money, but I mean, you kind of did that to yourself with just saying, oh, we'll do it for cost materials. So uh, it seems like they just got a bunch of other buddies and said, hey, you want to you wanna sculpt any kind of mutant you want to for 20 bucks? They're probably like, oh, sure. Uh, they don't talk. They make a bunch of noises. They make stupid noises. Yeah, like one guy, when he's like looking for shit, uh, digging through junk, one of them goes, hmm? I started laughing at that shit. And they burped. They burped. Burp, yeah. so I know you got a kick out of that. You know? They all sound like a gassy Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah. uh, none of the effects are really any good. I mean, there's a lot of spraying blood, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's fine. You're just spraying blood. Okay. Well, what about that doll hand that came up? You know, that uh, little baby hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> uh, old Angus's mask that wasn't good. Uh, I mean the fucking skull cups; those looked cool. They I, looked I can right. give uh, them that. The fat lady that was being the breeder. Hey, you got some tits in the movie, Joe. <laughs> Nice. Old milkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just thought this was such an odd choice for Fangoria that, hey, we want to get into the movie making business and make you know, a they, bloody sci-fi movie. Right. They don't go for what they're known for. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's okay. It's not a piece of fucking shit. But it's nothing to write home about unless you want to see what a Fangoria made movie with Angus Scrim and Bruce Campbell is. There's absolutely no reason to watch this. And I'll give Angus Scrim this. He was trying, you know, he was trying to do what he could with that script. But that dialogue was just fucking awful. And, you know, you can be the best actor in the world, which he's not. He's really good. But. <laughs> But you can only do so so much with what you're given, you know. Yeah, and mm. uh, yeah, it's just very, very middle of the road, average. Yep, this is a movie. Mm-hmm. I would say on the lower end of that, but still, you can check it off my list. Hey, I've watched it. <laughs> Uh, I've always, I don't know, I don't hate it, but, uh, you know, I might watch it once more. But that poster is garbage too. The one both of us shared is just garbage. There's a, I think an Italian or maybe a Spanish poster that has a, a brain slasher, Yeah, brain slasher, which is its other title. And that (laughs) looks cool. I don't think it does. I mean, look at the brain anatomy again, (laughs) and you'll say, oh, what a fucking piece of shit. 
Well, maybe I was just thinking that because I put it in comparison to the poster that they did use. You know, yeah, I mean, there's no like separation of the right and left side of the brain. It's just all spaghetti webbing all over with no fucks given. Just like, oh, okay. Okay. But that's all right, Joe. This one, we got fucking cannibals, cannibal monsters drinking blood. So we're going to get something totally different next week when we watch their second movie, Children of the Night. Okay. About a bunch of vampires that take over a town or something. Starring Karen Black oh, and man. Garrett Morris. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. This one I haven't seen. Mind Warp is the only one I've seen. And I had that on VHS. Now, Children of the Night, I don't think I've even heard of. So. But I'm sure you've heard the phrase children of the night before. Yes. yes. Well, this is where it came from, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this movie you've never heard of. Brahms <laughs> the work title from. Yeah. All right. Hey, you like comic books that just kind of lay the groundwork for things that are gonna happen? Well, I guess that has to happen on occasion. And uh, I guess now that uh, Jerry with a G has free reign, he uh, he can do that. Um, yeah, this is a very, just like Tom said, it's establishing this issue. Uh, but it starts off showing us that Spidey was nice enough to take the, the gibbon to the hospital he didn't take him to the hospital he took him to the fucking plastic surgeon <laughs> the nurse hey what do i do with this monkeys hit him with a hammer um and then spider-man's realizing oh shit i gotta look for aunt may yeah aunt may just let up and left and you know, and everyone's just sitting around like all mopey face because Aunt May's gone. Mary Jane walks in all smiles. All smiles, that bitch. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. it doesn't smell like old pussy in here. Glad I came to freshen shit up. <laughs> but you know, there's people on the street getting mugged. There's people being uh, taken uh, advantage. Captive. It's kidnapped, and he's just oh fuck it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't interfere. I gotta. I gotta search for Aunt May. And which he really doesn't. He just kind of swings around, goes back <laughs> to the apartment for a change of clothes, stops at the Daily Bugle, gets bitched at by the boss, and uh, and then what? Oh yeah, then then he starts fighting these dudes that that, uh, that are stronger than they should be, and <laughs> they must work out. Yeah, one of them like. <laughs> Kicks his ass pretty good with a piece of board or something that's laying there. And Spider-Man rips this harness off of him. He's like, what is this? What's this harness? Hey, you motherfucker, I'll tell you what that harness is. I made that. And then, boom, here comes a, a, a Dr. Otto Octavius. He's back. And I got to admit, that last panel looks pretty cool. That last splash page. Uh, well, I mean, after 112 issues, you're going to have to have one, right? 
Yeah, I'm trying to think because at starting this issue, uh, Ramita is using a background penciler, like he's doing all the four figures, and there's another guy doing like the buildings and the the scenery and everything. Well, I and, think he was doing the four and five figures. But his uh his name is Mortello, and you'll see in panels for a little while, like on the on like the the building signs and everything, it's gonna say Mort here and there. He was sticking his own name in there, you know. He's signing the shit, which he wasn't supposed to do, you know, because it's you know he was a ghost penciler. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see that for a few while, for a while, for a few so issues. It's fucking kicked to the curb for nah. putting it up. They finally, they finally start giving him credit somewhere down the line, but uh, just they little, shot him in the head. Little Spider-Man factoid for you guys. Next week, hey, all this establishing shit, and we even got a recap of Spider-Man's origin. Like we needed that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week, fuck, he's gonna be getting his ass kicked by probably by the the. Uh, Fuck, Dr. Octopus. Man, well, I was forgetting his name the whole time. But uh, I didn't read a issue of uh, Marvel Team Up. I'll see if I can get a couple read by next time. Fuck. Hope so, Joe. Yeah. I'll be sitting there at Bright Mirror <laughs> on the patio. Mm. No, I can't yuck it up. I'm reading a Team Up. Hey, Tom. Yep. You like pizzas? Mm, depends on where you get it. You like towers that lean? No? Nope. You like uh, spaghetti? I do. These are the only things I could think of. But uh, we're doing our top ten Italian movies. They, you know, shit about Italy and Italians and... And this is in honor of uh, Italian American Weekend, uh, <laughs> which is a new thing that they've just given y'all in recognition of, like, uh, I don't know, Picasso and Columbus and, you know, fucks like that. Mussolini. Uh, so, yeah. Top 10 Italian movies. Tom? Yeah. Let me give you my honorable mentions. Sure. I've got Inferno. One of the few Dario Argento movies I like. That's the uh, skull gas mask thing with like the bluish purple. Mm-hmm. Then I have The Beyond. Which is a pretty cool movie. I'm not a big fan of Fulci either. I think he's got great moments in his movie, but as a whole, they don't work for me. Are those moments ho? Yeah. Then, I've got Demons, which has good soundtrack, and it takes place in a theater, so it's pretty cool. Probably one of the better Italian horror movies. Uh... Then I have The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. One of the best westerns ever made. And it's a damn good movie. Filmed in Italy, but used American stars. And then I have Mario Brothers. Featuring Bob Hoskins and John Languizamo playing Italian plumbers. Mm. Those are my honorable mentions. 
Well, my honorable mentions, first being Strike Commando, which you can get now at Severin Films. The second is Strike Commando 2, which you can get now at Severin Films. The third is Mario Brothers. Mario. Yes. And then I have Euro Trip. And then I have Spider-Man Far From Home. And those are my honorable mentions. Thank you. At number 10, I have Once Upon a Time in America. Another Sergio Leone movie. It's another like three-hour movie, too. Yeah, uh, it's, it's about the mob. The mob. I didn't think you could direct spaghetti, but I guess you can. The Cosa Nostra. Mm. I have the Dino De Laurentiis joint, Manhunter, as my number 10. The made-for-TV movie about a man who hunts. If you drop the H and add a C, it would be about a man who cunts. Man, Thank you. At number nine, I have Do the Right Thing, which is about a pizza joint and racist Italians. My number nine is Delirium. Talked about that last week. It's not the best, but not a lot of stuff on this list is just. <laughs> At number eight, I have my cousin Vinny about an Italian lawyer or mouthpiece, as the Italians <laughs> like to say. Okay. <sighs> my number eight. Is the Dino De Laurentiis joint. Cat's eye. It's about a cat's eye, Joe. At number seven, Tom, I have a Bronx tale. It's about an Italian guy. Grows up and he's getting influenced by the mob. 20 bucks to have him out of your life. What the fuck you care? Mm-hmm. So what they did in this movie is found a kid that had a mole <laughs> Arrowhead and said, hey, you can play his son and then never work again. The end. Rest in empowerment. Later, whatever your name was. Marcone. <laughs> I got a chuckle from you. Good hey, for me. Hey, Anthony. <laughs> And tone. Tone. <laughs> My number seven is Dawn of the Dead. The Italian cut. Not as good as the American cut. Because those greasy fucking dagos and all. <laughs> but it still made the list. <laughs> In this one, they have a pizza pie fight. They do. They cut out all the funny. 
Mm-hmm. And they just threw hot pizzas at each other because it would burn. <laughs> at number six, I have The Godfather, which is uh, the movie that brought Italian Americans into the forefront of America. So, hey, we are here too. We are people too. Does not a Dago mm. have a soul? You should have said, not a day goes by and then said something. But you didn't. Joe, my number six is the uncredited Dino De Laurentiis joint, Halloween 2. Evil dies tonight, Joe. It does. Thank you. I lost my that's okay take your time number five I have casino has Italians just Mm. being really mean to one another Mm. it's a lot of Italian on Italian violence Mm. not good Mm. My number five is the uncredited Dino De Laurentiis joint, Death Wish, starring a wish that wants nothing more but to die. At number four, I have the Red Violin, which has a framework, a framing device, as they call it, that takes place in Italy. The Red Violin... Is Italian. Mm. My number four is a movie about pigs eating a motherfucker. And that's the Dino De Laurentiis joint. Hannibal. Fucking pigs ate him. They did. Yeah, I think those pigs were Italian, too. Mm-hmm. They were the women. At number three, I have Cinema Paradiso. Bless you. Uh, this is a movie about a kid that's living in a small town and starts working in the theater and develops a passion for movies. It's really good. If he was working in the theater, he would... Develop a passion for wieners. My number three is a movie with a bunch of wops. Someone even calls them a bunch of fucking wops in the movie. And this is Beer League. The Artie Lane classic. Who would have thought this guy would still be alive? Not me. You cruel life. You cruel. At number two, I have Malena, which is a mo- another movie by the same guy that did Cinema Paradiso. I forget his name. But uh, yeah, this is also about town uh, during World War II and gossip and this kid's obsession with this local woman played by Monica Bellucci. It's a, <laughs> It's a really good movie. 
Did I say that wrong? Should it should have been Bellucci? Yep, that was it. Okay. My number two is your number one, and that is basketball. Because there's a team of WAPs in that one. And they all fucking talk like this. Sauce and shit, eh? Basketball. So it does have some points of realism in the movie yes. then. Okay, it's, I didn't get that the far. the most real movie I've ever seen. Uh, my number one is Godfather 2. One of the best movies ever made. And uh, it's not only about Italian-Americans. One of them even goes to Italy in the movie. So there's whole fucking scenes in Italy, you know, with people wearing those little hats, you know, and, you know, got the funny-looking machine guns, you know. Tommy guns. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Viva Italia. Well, Joe, my number one is the uncredited Dino De Laurentiis production, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. In this one, they eat poison spaghettis and an Irish man giggles. And finally, finally, potato sales are on the rise once again. You know, Tom, I hate to burst your bubble. Fuck. But Dino De Laurentiis is Sicilian. And? Or, or Greek. Well, I don't think Sicily <laughs> is in fucking Greece, Joe. <laughs> well, I said he's one of the two. He's not Italian. Okay. Well, we're all just laughing for a second. <laughs> Joe, you remember your school days with a Z? I do. Do you? It's great, because next week we're going to be talking about our top ten things we remember from elementary school. So get ready. Talk about how you got molested by the principal. (laughs) Not looking forward to that, but... Sometimes you just got to talk about what made you hurt, Joe. And unfortunately for you, it was that principal's big meaty dick. next week for another mouth-watering episode. (laughs) Hey, Joe, they want shirts and shit? I forgot to bring one of the shirts in here to hold up and say, hey, go to Fast Custom Shirts and type in Boy Gov and get the show shirt. Yeah, and then go to, uh, dwmproductions.net and get a mask or something. Or something. Something. Hey, everybody. You get viruses on your computer is what you'll get because it's a .net. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Have a great week. And boy, God. The song's you heard.